welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about a new album from Slothrust called The Pact, and it starts out with a song called Double Down. Oh, don't you dare go and push me around. Cause I'll double down Cause I don't care, no not at all And I never fall And every time I roll the dice Snake eyes never come as a surprise Dismantle you with your own tools No time to explain You know I'm flying track gives us, uh, I think, a nice continuity from the last uh, album we did, which was that Janelle Monet, where I think I kept using the word swagger. That was, I think, the word of the day. And here, this song from Slothrust is kind of so over the top that it, it comes across, I think, as a little bit of self-parody, where she's just like, I never fall, and I, I can see everything. And it, there's all this kind of manic energy to it that is both really inviting, but I think um, when I first started listening to the album I'm like oh my god is it gonna all gonna be this amped up because mm-hmm. this is a lot I mean it's great but it's and it's back up with the the very aggressive like grungy guitar that's you know very very swaggery but then this little whistling which kind of throws it off kilter yeah it's a an odd little mix and yeah I think it gives us a sense of like okay this isn't this album is not going to be necessarily down the middle what we're expecting uh this is not maybe the best known band but i said this is their fourth studio album so they've been out for a while and um we we first became aware of them when we saw them at south by southwest a few years ago and they were so good live and she's just got so leah wellbaum is the singer and guitarist and then there's a bassist and drummer and she's just has such a great deadpan demeanor and just incredible guitar skills yeah, and she, I think, is balancing this sort, of, as I said, this sort of manic energy, but with a sort of self-awareness and uh, sort of self-deprecating humor, I guess you could say. And I think we, as we go into this next song, that I think was the lead single, one of the first singles off the album, called "Peach." Welcome to the danger zone. If you shut up, I'll toss you a bone. I heard you like your little crate I think I'm winning this debate
such a catchy song. I just found myself listening to it over and over. And I think the whole tone of this record, it's, you know, I mean, it's kind of a cliche, but I, it's one that I always enjoy, which is kind of a poppy sound and upbeat melodies going along with very dark lyrics. And this whole song is, I mean, this whole album that has the lyrical content is very dark, but it's got this very clean, less grungy production than they've had in the past where her vo- her voice is really high in the mix. And it's a different sort of production that I think works really well for them. Yeah, so they, they decided to go in that direction very intentionally and recruited uh, Billy Bush. No, not that one, but the producer <laughs> who I guess most famously has worked uh, a lot with Garbage, but also a ton of other bands. And I'll, I won't list them. Just go to the guy's Wikipedia page. It's a, it's a heck of a resume. He's very well known. Yeah, and I really like, yeah, that it's what I feel like is, and, it, and this song is an example of that, where there are these little bits of guitar noise but they're very strategically deployed it's not just slathered over but they're very much like oh i'm just about to go into this chorus and then it's going to get a, a little ramped up intensity and i really appreciate that uh and, and yeah that the i like how the darkness sneaks up on you you know and it, these little lyrics that are so suggestive like oh you were so mean to me then but no one's mean to me now and there's this kind of wistfulness to it and why are you wistful about that and you really in so few words it plants just this really nuanced portrayal of the person who's singing and I I have to imagine there's some of Leah Wilborn sorry her Wilborn sorry Uh, but I feel like there's some of her in this but yeah there's just this really damaged kind of perspective of someone who's trying to be strong and it's it's tough uh, i mean my interpretation of what the theme of this record is is being about a very destructive relationship with someone who's not a great person but also reflecting on her role in that and you know it takes two to make a bad relationship and it sort of follows the arc of the the sort of bad times in this relationship and then moving past that and so i think the thing that keeps it from being too oppressively dark is in the back half of the album where it's made clear that this is something that happened like years ago that she's looking back on so there's some distance from it and it's also the way that her you know their lyrics are very opaque and metaphorical and i think that keeps it a little bit more vague yeah and it's it's good that what you said about her, like she's being very conscious of, hey, here's where maybe I'm contributing to how messed up things are. And I think we get a, a pretty major dose of that in the next track. It's called Planetarium. I want to take you to the planetarium. I want to show you how ugly the sky is. Have you ever faked sick before? Welcome to the aquarium. Welcome to me staring at you. Have you ever faked sick before? Cause I'm faking it right now. Have you ever faked sick before? Cause I'm faking it right now. Can you feel it? Is it obvious?
think I, I kind of fell in love with this album with that lyric. Uh, let me take you to the planetarium and sh- let me show you how ugly the sky is. Close enough. Oh, I want to show you how <laughs> I want to take you. I, eh, close enough. But that message is just, you know, it encapsulates the humor and darkness and just in your faceness of this band and this album in, in such a wonderful way. And uh, this song is so high energy. It's, I, I, I hate to call it bratty, but at a certain point there's an entire verse that's just her going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just. But at the same time, it's almost meant to showcase what terrific musicians they are. Cause it's so, it, the pace never lets up. And the part that we played, it's kind of like there's a lyric and then it stops and then a lyric and it stops. And then when we get to the end, it's just like, there's no stopping. And it's just that whole like driving hard through without, with, with no pause through the rest of the song. And it's so just high energy and they each do a little solo at some point in the song. So it's kind of like letting each of them take center stage for a minute. And it's just almost meant to, meant to demonstrate that like, yeah, we're really good at this. Yeah. It's a wonderful combination because yeah, that's sort of the message and attitude of the song, but backed up with just, just tight, tight musicianship. I think the drummer here, especially on this fast, fast, fast song, and he just plows through it so effectively and then his solo is short but very very sweet and uh you know i'm just getting so amped up and this this album is just does such a great job of just like higher and higher energy and then just yanks the rug out from us by completely shifting gears uh almost into reverse in this next track it's called walk away We've been through this before, but what is it to you? You're so obsessed with the reflection staring back at you. You don't see me. I'm standing in the streets. My arms are in the air. I will admit defeat. I You know it breaks me down to watch you blindly love yourself But I can't so I don't and I won't walk away But I can't so I don't and I won't walk away But I can't so I don't and I won't walk away talk about the differences that a new producer can make i think it's very evident in this song where there's this these very spacey sounds like her voice sounds like it's being recorded in a very large echoey room and there's these kind of synth string synths i'm not sure by the way spooky yeah it, it drives me crazy when they do what they did on this album where the credits are not individually laid out because we know there's only three members of the band so who's playing the synths we'll never know um but anyway yeah so it I think that this completely slow, super emotional, not at all, like all of the layers of irony and humor 
and swagger and everything that defined the first three tracks of the album. It's just all out the window and it's just pure vulnerability. And so we heard there's the second verse and just that image of that her out in the street and this person is just looking in the mirror and entranced with the reflection of just like trying to get a narcissist's attention and it feels so raw and real and you just feel for her yeah but at the same time i think lyrically this this is the most on the nose conception of what i think is the main theme of your like the both people's parts in a bad relationship and the chorus says you know i can't so i don't but i won't walk away and so it's like yeah i i'm really unhappy with how things are playing out but i'm also the one who's not walking away yeah it's uh it's very raw and yeah there is that self-awareness even if it's no longer draped in irony and humor that she is clear-eyed and it's just so sad uh songs a lot to uh, listen to and it's it, it is you know it's it's not fun in that sense but it is uh it, it feels very real and i think it anchors the album pretty strongly but then this next track will play i think the two of them together are yeah. really kind of the centerpiece yeah and i would say that this the album doesn't have a, a title track but the closest it has is the next track which is called birthday cake if I asked you, do you want to die? You'd probably just lie and say, no, no, no. And if you asked me, do I feel sick? I'd probably try to trick you and say how I wish I did. I'd probably try to trick you and say how I wish I did. And that's how I know that it's starting up again. Put your pedal to the metal and break my arms. Or you can break my legs if you want me to stay put. Underneath the covers, I don't care about anything. really takes us on a journey and I think musically where it starts off as this acoustic guitar and then adds more electric elements and then we just end up with this really exuberant guitar solo and meanwhile the, the lyrically we're just just horrified yeah there's a great um quote in an interview with Leah Wellbaum about this song where she said sometimes I feel like a puppet there are moments I'm mad about it and others that I surrender to it. The lyrics in Birthday Cake explore both sides of that. In the end, we are all our own puppet master, really. Yeah, that bit where she's like, yeah, uh, treat me like a toy and I'll do a little dance. Mm-hmm. Woo! And it's just... It's... And then where we faded out there, there's this guitar solo that's really high, high um, 
on the scale and it, it sounds so retro and that <laughs> it's just there's a whole variety of songs that get explored here and uh, sounds that get explored and it's a really interesting song aside from the lyrical content yeah so it's it's that sums you know sums up the album in that way of yeah having that musically so energetic and here where it's almost this like celebration of the negation of the self and it's it's kind of heartbreaking but also exuberant and i it's as i said kind of anchors the album later in the in in the song there's mention of hey let's make a pact and we we could make a pact but it would be an act and that's i think the a lot of the the this is kind of the centerpiece of the record because there's that line and of course the album is called the pact and then the album artwork is this great visual of kind of a dark purple curtain with a helium balloon and then there's this like white latex poured over it that's like dripping off of it and it's just this imagery of like something that's like really exuberant and happy being like held down by this dark mass and that's there's a bit about balloon strings in here that i think is an intentional reference to the album artwork yeah so they they clearly found this they saw this like yeah this is the heart of the album this is going to be the title this is gonna be the album art and it's intense and I like that there's just the hints of humor, but it is really dark and I think leads into the second half of the album, which is kind of about repercussions. And that'll be, I think, this next track, which is a lot less down the middle and a lot harder to interpret. And I think to its strength, and it's called New Red Pants. I've got new red pants, got them from a stranger, yeah. I look so attractive that it could kill you It could kill me too got a little bit of different elements too like with the percussion and that bass drum and I like that they are able to change it up from song to song and there's these little touches of different instrumentation but none of it is showy and you really have to listen to it a few times before you pick up on these little things yeah I I do appreciate the drummer uh, spreading his wings a little here because I think most of the album is just very driving and intense Mm -hmm. and here playing it up with these different percussion sounds and more of a kind of varied pace he's he's really really almost like a punk rock drummer yeah well and i at least on some of the tracks i he goes straight into metal territory yeah like he really is impressive for just sheer speed so it's nice to hear him be more slower slower and more playful yeah and I, if i'm remembering correctly these guys met in like jazz like music school like playing jazz or something and and then they became a rock band yeah they, that, cl- they clearly didn't start in a garage they yeah. got the chops yeah they're all super talented and so, yeah, I, I think this song, as I said, it's about sort of consequences because I, it's 
I, they're all pretty young, but this is the song of someone who feels like aware of the impermanence of flesh. Cause mm-hmm. it's sort of like, it starts off, Oh, I got these pants. They, they look so good. I could kill you like that. Mm-hmm. Those must be some really impressive pants. And then the rest of the song is just this listing off of different maladies of just like, I'm falling apart. Like I've got these sexy pants, but Holy crap, my body is betraying me and just giving up the ghost. <laughs> That's an interesting interpretation. Well, yeah, I mean, it ends with with her basically saying like, yeah, these pants are great, but I would love to be able to use my hands. Yeah, That's yeah. That's maybe a little more important. It's better yeah. to feel good than to look good. Yeah, and being a, tar- a guitarist talking about tendonitis is kind of an interesting realism. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, you know, playful, but dark in a way that really you you feel like this is this is real concerns for these musicians. It's also one of the, a couple of songs that, don't really they kind of depart thematically and you know i appreciate that there's this isn't just like a concept album there's a lot of different things going on but i'm not sure how to fit that in with the rest of the songs on this record yeah as i said i I kind of contextualize it as again consequences Mm -hmm. it's just like because whether it's a relationship that goes Mm -hmm. badly and how that reverberates through your life or here it's sort of well being musicians it's just like oh my my back is screwed up my hands are screwed up my ears are screwed up like everything's falling apart yeah and consequences yeah and that you know the and maybe that feeds into the idea of the pact because like you you commit to doing something Mm -hmm. and you're also committing to enduring whatever those consequences might be and here is a just very visceral nice. recounting of what those might be nice job of tying it all together oh <laughs> i'm doing so, my best back to the connecting theme the next song we'll play is sort of the resolution and looking back on a bad relationship called on my mind you used to kiss me with candy in your mouth you know i loved that it's been a bunch of years now, but there's something about you I just can't replace. I'm reading your letters, so much left to say. But they stayed in the closet, pretended it was okay. And I rock saxophone has been making a resurgence and you know the mountain goats latest record has a lot of well not counting their most recent ep but uh, has a lot of sax on it and then that ted leo record that we talked about a little while ago had a sax and 
I, I just feel like that it was a very 80s thing that you're hearing more and more now. But this is some great sax. And again, without the credits, we have no idea who's playing. But um. yeah, it, it's a good sax, although it, it really, to me, it's one of those things like when you're trying to spread your wings and like, oh, we're going to do try all these different sounds. And I don't know that it is entirely successful. Like mm-hmm. it's I will say that part of me was delighted. Like I was not expecting to smack into a sax solo Mm -hmm. on this record and so that is kind of great but it does it fit does it really feel organically Mm, placed can't all be winners yeah and so that that, that's one of those where this album is you know i think there are some rough edges i think they're they're trying really hard they're trying a lot of different sounds leo wellbaum and i can almost remember that name uh i think is really trying a lot of different vocal styles you know moving away from just the kind of bratty punk rock style to a little more croony and well more expressive and yeah. then a lot more interesting effects on her yeah. voice and yeah all, i think all three of them are pushing in different directions and really playing with their sound and i appreciate that but it does mean like when you're experimenting is every experiment going to be a success i don't know but i'm glad to see them trying and experimenting and not just falling into a, a rut and just doing the same thing over and over again yeah, I really like this record, and I think the lot, you know, as I said, we've been following them for a while, but the the um, the last record they did was not something that we were super excited or we thought was good enough to or was interesting enough to talk about. But this record just it hits so many interesting notes, and I think thematically it's interesting. The lyrical content is. I think in the past maybe they had been a little more oblique in their lyrics and this is actually something you can dig into and understand what what's trying to be communicated here and it's just kind of it feels like it's a little bit next level for them and that's very exciting yeah I feel a very more deeply connected to them as artists and beyond the fact that hey this is a fun rock record but more like oh I really they're they're opening up themselves in a way that's very appealing, if a little tough to listen on some of these tracks, yeah. but in a good way. So we're going to go out with the last, with the penultimate track, which is some kind of cowgirl. We're not talking about the, we're not going to play the last track, but this is, I think, kind of a good, it's still a good capstone to the album. And you've been listening to For the Record, and we've been discussing The Pact by Slothrest. Thanks for listening. Faces change naturally. Yours is melting off your bones. It is falling to the floor. I think bad things. I hope. I'm only kind of sorry But if you took me to the zoo I am crawling 
jokes about dying I said that I'm not afraid but I'm lying And now I feel lonelier than I do Sometimes I'm so 